Welcome to another edition of Philly Sportscast with your host, Derek. Dave. Imani. Dave, welcome back. Dave, I'm welcome back, back, baby. I'm back. Right thanks, now, thanks for coming back, Dave. Hey, I missed you last week. Miss you guys. We missed you too, Dave. You missed you guys? Oh, your balls. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we want to. This week, we're going for a new format, mm-hmm. just a one week hiatus format for uh, Philly Sportscast, a little blip in the system. We're going with a little PTI situation. We're going to count down 10 stories, and we are going to use two minutes each for each story. A little. Little blow through the old week in Philly sports because we got a real we're busy just weekend. Tired of talking about the same thing over and over again. Although they are the same topics, you understand what I'm saying, guys. So let's get it moving, and we will start with the our number ten, the Philadelphia Eagles. What are your guys' thoughts? I have nothing to say. <laughs> uh, can we go to Tommy. There's our two minutes. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'll tell you what. Those boys can't stop the run. That's two. That's three weeks in a row. That fragile Fred Taylor came in. My God, came in. I think he had Jones over, drew over tw- over hundred yards yeah, on nineteen over carries. Over, I think it was fifteen carries, hundred five yards yeah. for for your boy. Yeah, Freddie Taylor, fifteen carries, hundred five yards, or hundred three yards, something like that. Jones drew had seventy yards. I think they had over two hundred well, yards. The big combined. question is, what did what did Gerard pass? Exactly. Yeah, 87 yards no, or whatever. Nothing. Garbage. It you is, can't stop the run. You can't win a game. How that often did team, they hit them behind the line and they still got and they it? They still got it. That Instead team of losing five, yeah. Totally got their asses handed to them on their home field. What's Jeremiah Trotter have to say about that? If they don't have the killer instinct on the road, what's he got the killer instinct at home? I tell you what, that, that front seven started good, started off nice in the first couple games. They have just turned to poop. You know, uh, I agree. Those linebackers should be ashamed of themselves. Oh, I agree. Right what's a shame or a shame? We'll, we'll talk about more next week. Cause, I mean, this is halfway through. We'll get really in depth next week about it. But when Javon went down, now they lost that whole kind of rotation. Yes. Trent Cole's out there more. Yep. And that's going to start affecting him. Howard's out there more, not that they're on the same side. Totally agree. And you know what? You know what seriously hurt uh, Jeremiah Trotter this week? He was in line for the next We Must Protect This House commercial, and he got <laughs> fired. The axe man came and fired him because Good. of that performance last week. And how many times did your boy play the air guitar last Sunday? Good. He's actually not doing too bad, no, though. That's, that's how problem. bad the defense was. Is when he's, he's doing the one good. making the plays. That's awful. Which was that's horrible. Awful. That's what's pissing me off because he stinks, stinks. And he, right, he had the the game of all the defenders, and it bothers me. It should because bother he's you. the worst of them all. So yeah, we'll talk more about the Eagles next week. We're gonna we're get yeah, because them. we got a bye week, and you know what? We're gonna have to have a bye for them too. Yeah, bye yeah. bye, bye bye is right. Okay, number nine. The Flyers team. Dave, you went to the game last weekend. It's why we missed you. Tell us about how the experience was at the game and what the fans are thinking. One, you guys hit it nails or the, the hammer right on the nail there. They did not come out and play like a team that was desperate last week. When they, I mean, they won in overtime, but they didn't have that killer instinct. They right. were playing like and Jeremy Trotter. If there was Jeremy one Trotter, game yeah. that they needed to, it was last week to protect yeah. the new hires. Come out and say, listen, we're just, we're gonna, it's the team we're going to right. rally around them. They, they won, which was nice. An right. overtime. Then they got shootout. smoked by Pittsburgh. Oh, it was bad. Horrible. That was Awful. bad. They're Awful. just not. They're not a contender. Right. They're not a contender. Then they they a contender. Back, they beat Chicago. So what? Right. Blackhawks are they're horrible. They're supposed to beat Chicago at home tonight. As of the end of the second period, they're losing three nothing against Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay. Right. So you right. can't have these up and down games like that. No. Well, it seems to me like good teams like Tampa Bay and like Pittsburgh are going to come in and just roll them. Right. The good teams are going to beat them. They got to beat this. The crappy teams. But that still leads them into the playoffs. 
You think oh, so? Yeah, I we'll mean, see. if you can beat the crappy teams, I hear we'll you. Hopefully, the Flyers aren't going to be one of the crappy teams. They're going to be one of the bad teams, but not the crappy teams. Okay, so well, you got you got the Rangers. You got the Devils coming. You got you got a hard you got a hard I schedule did. here. I don't see. I just it's it's we're horrible. We were the we're, bottom of the barrel. Right or wrong? Right now, definitely bottom of the barrel. I so mean, bottom of the barrel doesn't make the playoffs. No, bottom of the barrel does not. But all they have to do is be 500 to make the playoffs. Okay. Usually around 500. Well, I agree on that. But what's the satisfaction of watching this team just get pummeled by good teams getting shut out all the time, and then they make the playoffs? What's the satisfaction in that? Last year, the Oilers were not the dominant team. They weren't beating everybody. Okay, wait a second. But the Oilers were not as bad as this team is. Yeah, they were pretty bad last year. They were as bad as this team? Every year, there's a team that might start off horrible okay. that will come on and we'll win. We'll have to revisit this like during the course of the season. Think, o- gonna- think Oakland A's this year in baseball. They started off horrible. Okay. They turned it on, made it to the playoffs, went to the second round. But baseball to- and hockey are different. We've talked about that for months. They months. are different, but I'm talking about the playoffs when you make to the playoffs. If you're a hot team, you can make the playoffs. If, you're you end in May, if you're in May, but beginning you- of May hot, who knows what's going to happen. Let's, um, let's move on to the Flyers front office, Dave. What do you think about what's going on there? It's great. Understanding about what's happening with Colin Campbell, who's a big wig in the NHL, and he's not necessarily somebody that Ed Snyder should be looking for because it's old blood again. But then I don't know if he was really looking for him. Colin Campbell was part of uh, the Rangers when Mike Keenan was there. He took over for Keenan when Keenan retired or quit or whatever, and he became the coach there. It seems like they've just been friends for years. But why then why is this job unattractive to him? Well, job's unattractive because he is high up on the NHL list. He's doing I don't know if he his technical position if he's doing a vice president of yeah, operations it, uh, right. There yeah, you so go. So that's a big that's a big time deal. Right. Do you want to move down to general manager? Well, he wouldn't be moving down. I mean, I think it's like a lateral move, it but, could it's, be a lateral but it's focusing move. on one team. Yeah, I mean, he could get someone a, a something else in another in the in the NHL either laterally Better or better, or you know. Well, that's a, yeah. If got, he moves laterally, if he's moving GM to GM, it doesn't matter. The Flyers are one of the premier teams out there to work for. I mean, it's, uh, not this year. Well, no, 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 no to the work franchise for. is yeah. top notch. The franchise Ed Snyder, is top notch. Ed Snyder will put money out there. They prove it. I mean, there is a cap now, but he'll do it. But Campbell's just saying, I don't want to do it. I don't want to leave my position here. And to me, it seems like Snyder and him were friends, and they just Snyder says, listen, Clarkson moved down. The, what are you, you thinking about doing it? Why did you think this got public? Why can't he just call him on the phone and offer him the job? And That's wh- the way it sounded like. It wasn't like they said, hey, we're going to offer Colin Campbell a job. Right. It seemed like it came out like – And then the inquirer broke the story. Yeah, hey, I was – I was talking to Ed Snyder, and he offered good, me right? the job. Yeah, that's and then whack. Ed Snyder's like, yeah, I offered him the job. It was in conversation. They both said it was in conversation. They were talking about it. It's nice to see that they were trying to go outside the organization, going outside of, you know. That's real yeah. nice. Yeah. Okay, guys, I want to move on real quick. We are up in that topic. I just want to move to one quick question. Phillies, next year, major free late agent signing. Is it going to be Alfonso Soriano, Gary Sheffield, or Armanis Ramirez? Armanis Ramirez. It's definitely not going to be Soriano. I mean, uh, yeah, it's not going to be Soriano. I hope it is. It's not going to happen. We know you would. I'm sure. I hope it is, too. Even though he's a so-so defender, that means Pat the Bat's out of here. He plays left field No, he's got someone we have to trade him first. That doesn't mean he's out of here. Oh, yeah, you got to trade him first. Who's going to take him? Well, he could sit on the bench. But, you know, um, Soriano would play your left. Right, he would. Yeah. So that means Pepperell is in your lineup every day. But they don't want that much money sitting on the bench. Exactly. I understand. So somebody will move him somehow. What was the quote? Arizona, he lives in Phoenix, right? Who? Pat. He's, he's got yeah. a, he's got a, he's got a Phoenix situation. You know the quote. 
can't get 40 games. No, not that 40, good. 40 swing. But, uh, Arizona said, hey, we make a deal for him. We really don't want him because all Pat has is 40 good swings a year. 40 good swings a year. Good. And that doesn't just drop your trade value right there. That's 20 home runs and 20 doubles? Uh, 39 home runs, a double. <laughs> okay. You're right. So who do you want? I want Soriano. Soriano. Would be great. Oh, I want Soriano. I was telling you money. I really think they're throwing that out there like, hey, listen, we're going after Soriano knowing that they're not going to get him. Why do you think they wouldn't be able to get him, though? Why? Because of the Mets and the Yankees. Money, dude. Well, it's a, it's, if it's only money, why wouldn't you Why wouldn't you come to the Phillies if they offer the same money? Why would you go to New York? The Mets and the Yankees will offer more. Yeah, well, there's no way the, the Phillies going to be able to well, offer. What if them? the Phillies can offer them 110 million for seven? I don't years? think they will. I don't. Like, I don't think they're going to do years but, and money. But why wouldn't you for that kind of offensive talent? If that's exactly what you need behind Ryan House, because it's the Phillies. All right, history. What about RMS Ramirez? They say they don't like him. I kind of I agree with Paraface before with uh, Adrian Beltre when he played down at um, Dodger Stadium. Beltre hit 35, 40 home runs. He moved up to Seattle, which is a hitter's ballpark. He's not going to hit home runs. If they can make a move for him, I think that'd be great. I think he'd come down 40, 45 home runs, such a small ballpark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing behind him gives you that power that you need, yep. gives you your third base. Understood. Understood. You need a I third agree. base, too. So you think that the three uh, players that we mentioned might not even be in the round? I think Serrano's yeah. a goddamn pipe dream. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I really don't, but you know I me. Mean? I, I get all hyped with the, with the Phils. Well, let's think, well we just talked about it. Now, the uh, things that we talked about, what do you, what, you still think that we're going to get Soriano? I do. I do. I think the Phillies are going to free up that kind of money because they see the potential in there putting that kind of bat behind Ryan Howard. I mean, guys, it's a, you're gonna, you win a lot of ball games that way. So do the Yankees. The Yankees feel the same way. So do the Mets. Yankees had him already, Ev. He's not going back to the Yankees. It's either the Mets or the Phillies. That they're they're thinking about getting released in Sheffield and getting Soriano. Evan, he played for the Yankees before. What does that they're mean? Not, what does not, that mean? That doesn't mean anything. They, they're not going to admit their mistake. They're not going to admit their mistake with this one. Trust me. Trust me on that. Didn't they win a championship with him? Yeah. Yeah. doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter to them. How about Aaron Rowan going well, back to Chicago? Well, they traded him right away, Evan. What is your problem? What, did, what, did Aaron, what happened to Aaron Rowan? That's a good point. What happened with Aaron Rowan? Would, you, would Chicago take him back? That's a different situation then? Well, who cares? The Phillies don't even have to go to arbitration right now. They declined their option on him. Right, no, they're going to go to arbitration, but that's one of the deals, too. They're saying, okay, if we get Soriano, we'll trade Rowan, go get some bullpen, go well, get some pitching. what's wrong with that? Head. Right, but you're saying, okay, New York don't want to admit a mistake. Not that it was a mistake. They didn't want him at second base. He wasn't playing real good second base. A lot of errors as a second baseman. They loved his pop. They said, you know what, if we get Alex Rodriguez at third base, we're going to get the same amount of home runs. We're going to get a better ball player now. All right, let's I, do it. I just it's don't not think a mistake. Go, I don't think he's going back to the Yankees. I don't have a problem either. You do have a problem. What's my problem? You're an argue. You just argue. That's argue not true. Argue. What's not true? Move on, please. Can we move that to topic number move on, six? Please. Uh, the like, argument. You're, you're ridiculous. Topic tonight. number six is coincidentally the Sixers. Get it? Sixers beat the Atlanta Hawks last night. You're supposed to. Yeah, but like I, it was amazing to me. In yesterday's Philly Inquirer, they had all this stuff about how the Sixers can't contend with Allen Iverson. You know, even a week ago, Stephen A. Smith was saying, uh, no way, there's no way. Allen Iverson needs to find, hit the road. And so this morning, I pick up the paper. They beat the Hawks at home on, open, on opening night. And Phil Sheridan writes, they might surprise some players. I mean, I'm Iverson sorry, they might surprise nine some. for 21. It's insane, man. It, it's just, that's how ridiculous the basketball season is. What, why not flip-flop? Because we'll have plenty of other opportunities to flip-flop during the course of the season. It's ridiculous ridiculous. And it doesn't even matter. They keep saying, oh, they got 22 out of 33 on the, the road. 
You know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're going to be sitting. They're going to be just like the Flyers. We said before, they're going to be 500 team. They're going to be toying with us. They might make it to the playoffs. And even if they do make it to the playoffs, they're not going to get past the first round. It's insane. Well, who cares about the play- Guys, they, playoffs are huge. No, I disagree. How can you say that? I disagree. Playoffs in hockey and in basketball are worthless unless you have unless you feel that you have a contender. And there's no way the Flyers contend and there's no way the Sixers contend even if they just limp in. It's November. No way. When you go to the playoffs, anything can happen. All right. Moving on, Brian Westbrook. Is he your answer at running back for the Philadelphia Eagles? For the running back? Like we've been saying for the last three years. He's not a running back. He's a slot back. Yeah, he's going to be a a split end. I mean, he could go anywhere, but he's not a power back. He can't run the ball the whole time. How bad of a mistake is Andy Reid making with with relying on Brian Westbrook? Andy Reid's making huger mistakes other than Westbrook. I agree with that. I mean, we could talk about Andy Reid for Well, I don't want to talk about Andy Reid because it's the same old song and dance with this guy. It's the same old song and dance. Blah, blah, but, right, blah, but blah. But if you're saying... Freaking blah. No more making, mulligan here, bub. Uh, right, yeah, yeah, no more mulligan. You're this right, This is it. This is done. What you, kind of mistake is he making with Westbrook? Nothing. He wants to pass the ball. He'll throw it 60% of the time, yep. 65%. He's going to use Westbrook that way. But you didn't have a problem when he was doing that when he went to the Super Bowl. Right. Well, no, you yeah. said, okay, what kind of problem is it with Westbrook? Well, what Reed is doing with Westbrook, there's no problem. Everyone's saying he should run the ball more, especially against Tampa Bay. Right, should run it more. Westbrook's not that kind of guy. You can't say, okay, can't I'm going to give it to it. Yeah, I understand that. He's not a pounder. I understand that. But when they went to the Super Bowl, they passed it forty percent. I'm sorry, passed it sixty percent and ran it forty percent, and we were all happy and giddy, and they were winning all these games. Why is it a problem now? Is it just because they're losing and teams have figured them out, or they don't have the talent? Now maybe both. Maybe because uh, they're playing teams that can defend. What they know. The West goes, oh, we, we've seen this before. We know the deal. Maybe they didn't know it right away. Well, should we give Andy Reid the credit or the benefit of the doubt that he knows what he's doing? I can't no. give him the benefit of the doubt anymore. He's 4-4. Four and four. He should have won two. He would this and that. No, there's no more benefit of the doubt. How long do I got to give him the benefit of the doubt for? I'm just asking you, Evan. No, there's right, no, no benefit of the doubt. That. And that's when we went to the Super Bowl. That was if there years was 31, it's, it's they wouldn't, 31, they wouldn't throw a little pass out to Westbrook, try to get that yard. They wouldn't throw something like that. They had 11s in there to kind of run through people. They don't have a running back. They, they don't, don't have a game. power back oh. that can do it. If they take Westbrook out, they have – Buck is going to do the same thing. Okay, I understand. And that's – real quick, I know we're running over time. We were talking about Hitchcock. Well, you guys talked about Hitchcock getting fired last week. He's a real good that's coach. A shame, yeah. But – we have no problem getting rid of Reed now. Oh, I have I, a huge problem getting rid of no, Reed. I don't want no. him fired. Why not? Because who are you going to replace him with? You Somebody can find, else. Yeah, you can find another coach. He's not like God. But or like you said five weeks ago, your wife even came down and said, "Hey, how He's come every the time problem. they lose?" Oh, that's my fault. When do we start putting the blame on him? I agree. I, I believe he should be blamed. I really, but I don't think he should be fired. He's an elite coach in this league. Okay, Mul- so we no just more keep Mulligans, going to the playoffs, right? No, no more, more Mulligans. Mulligans. So what? After this year, what do you think? You reevaluate? Because this year's done. As long as he makes way. us to the playoffs, we're fine. Which isn't going to happen this no, year. No, Dave, you're not going right. to beat me into no, that. No, I'm one not either. baiting you into anything. You're but doing that's what a I'm asking pretty you. good. You're trying. What do you want to do? Like, what does Andy Reid have to do to where you say, "Hey, we got to get rid of him"? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, you'd have to show me out there a better coach. I mean, you just can't replace him just for the sake of replacing him. And he's proven 
in the past couple of games that he's having trouble with these players, then maybe maybe a change does need to be made. But I can't really be calling for him now. But you're, Evan, I'm, I'm not right. calling for him. I'm not saying we need to fire him to do something. But if Hitchcock can get fired, who had a, you know over a 600 percent winning percentage. Andy Reid can get fired soon, too. And, I mean, maybe that's what's going to happen with the team. The team's not doing anything right now. It's very stale. The team is very stale. Okay, I want to move on. Okay. You're right, Evan. And Speaking of that, speaking of stale, I want to move to the uh, Pearface post of the week. And here it is. You guys oh, ready? Is Bill going to give us a little lead into this? Uh, not this week. Okay. I think Bill's off this week. You think he is? Because he didn't show the hell up. <laughs> I didn't know if he was going to edit it and throw it in there. Yeah, I was wondering where the hell he was. He's not even, I'm like, where's Bill? Oh, well, he didn't. he's not here yet. Not here yet. We already started. What Bill the heck was going on with that? Bill took a pooper on us. Didn't know we had weeks off. Sorry, yeah. I took a week off yeah. now. Uh, next week, I'm not going to be here. Right? <laughs> Which I think Derek will like anyway, so what the hell? <laughs> Good one, you money. Okay, the paraphrase post of the week. What more needs to be said? The Eagles turned in a truly gutless performance today. I thought that the Eagles had a chance to throw last season away because of the injuries and T.O., but it looks like the window may be indeed closing. For all intents and purposes, the 2006 Eagles season ended with this loss to Jacksonville today. I mentioned to Big Blue the other day that I was still concerned about the weak outside linebackers and young receivers. Both groups were horrendous today. It was no small secret that the Jags were going to run the ball today. I don't remember Gerard taking one serious shot downfield, and the Eagles still couldn't stop the run. Trotter was invisible today, and the outside linebackers were brutal. It's also time to say that Jim Johnson has been completely figured out as a defensive coordinator. All an opposing quarterback has to do anymore is make a three-step drop and throw, or hand the ball off. They can't stop the slant pass with the outside linebackers that they have, and they can't stop the run. The offense today was even more of a failure. Five three and outs to start the game? What the hell kind of preparation is that? Reed needs to be held accountable because he mailed in almost every game before the bye that he has ever coached. And that's true. It was the most pitiful combination of play calling and execution since he's been here. I'm not calling for Reed to be fired just yet. But his game management and team preparation the past few weeks have been horrifically bad. This team has too much talent to be 4-4 four and four after this part of the schedule. At this point, can they even win 4 in the back end of the schedule? I'm starting to think that Reed started to coach more like Tony Dungy and less like Bill Belichick. That may take another head coach to take this group of players to the next level. Excellent post by Paraface. Excellent post. Basically say what I just said there, too. You're right, but no. Nope. Oh, yeah, you're right, because I'm not calling for him. But Paraface broke it down by... After watching that game, you knew that Jacksonville was going to run the ball. Everybody knew it. And Before they still the game. Could, couldn't stop seven yards but of carry. What disturbs me the most, fellas, is that it was in their home field. Oh, yeah. The Eagles didn't go to Jacksonville and get all hot and bothered. And, Jacksonville hasn't won a game on the road all year. But they just ran over this Eagles team. It was disgusting to watch. So, Paraface knocked it out of the park again. Knocks it out of the park. I want to move on. It's, it, just, it just caps on what we're talking about, how the Eagles are absolutely horrible and the season is over. And we've heard it first here because the season's done. And if you guys don't think it is, then you're living in a dream world. Quick poll, quick poll. Dave, season over? Can't play tap yet. E-Money? Season's over. I'll play it right now. I can't play it yet. Play it with my skin flute. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. Okay, moving on to our last three topics. That was number six. Eight, nine. That was number seven. The E-Money. Pick number one. E-Money, let us have Money it. Live. The timer has started. Through the last two weeks, no reason to bet. Said if oh, you're going to bet, no, take no. the number three pick. 
Time to get back into it. These are the games where time this where we're going to win money. This is this is the cream rising in the crop. You got good teams and bad teams. This is the done deal here. We're betting Atlanta, on the good teams. Atlanta minus five and a half at Detroit. Atlanta is the way to go. Forget about that Michael Vince, the NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Forget about <laughs> who needs him. The Falcons are in position to win their division. There's only one thing to remember. Detroit stinks. Yes, they do. They yes, are they horrible. Do. Yes, they do. Detroit has not stopped. They're just not going to be able to stop Michael Vick and Warwick Dunn. They're playing very well this year. Uh, combined, the two are averaging 210 yards on the ground, uh, 5.7 yards a carry. Unbelievable numbers, by the way. Come on. It's absolutely ridiculous. Detroit, Detroit cannot keep up with those numbers, especially with their rookie defense. It's just going to be nasty. It's going to be absolutely – and Atlanta needs this win. They need it to, to, to keep going because New Orleans is right on their bum, right on their bum. You're taking it. Uh, <laughs> you know whose bum they're particularly on? Algie Crumpler's huge <laughs> bum. Go ahead, Emily. Exactly. I'm getting to that. Let's get to the passing game. All Vic right. and company are also doing extremely well with the, on the air. Seven TDs in the last two games. Meanwhile, Detroit secondary is absolutely horrendous. They're horrendous. Detroit secondary is ranked 29th in, 29th in the NFL. 29th, people. Look for Atlanta receivers like Michael Jackson, Ashley Lalay, and A.J. Crumper to exploit Detroit and just win this game because they know they got it, that division by the B-A-L-L-S. Atlanta must win to keep pace with the Saints, and it's going to happen. And expect Vic to come out dominant, and that's my number one. Very nice. Very Let's go nice. on. Let's go number two. Go number two. Go number two is Denver minus three over under 37 against Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh. I love the under. Ooh. For a number two pick. For a number two pick. Under. I love wow. the under. Yes. This could have been a nice rematch with the AFC championship. Yeah, it could have been sweet, but instead it's a washout. Let me tell you why. You got you got Pittsburgh's two and five. Denver came off a heartbreaking loss to Indy, and Pittsburgh looking absolutely horrible against the worst team in the NFL last week. Come on, where were we at? You don't touch that game. And the people betting that game last week, everybody's listening. God bless you because that's a that's a crappy game because the quarterbacks are horrible, horrendous. Expect both teams to regroup though, and and they all want to take this win. And both quarterbacks have not put up the numbers this year. Forget about it. Jake the Snake is back. Is he back? He's back. And let me tell you something. How many times have you said KC? Let's, let's oh, talk about again? The, Are you taking him again? No, no, no. I was just, I was just making a joke because oh, I said okay. back, back, back. Hey. <coughs> Excuse me. You forgot to hit your cough button. You Bill's not here. Oh, okay, you're right. Uh, but look for, um, look for the quarterbacks to put up some good – not to put up good numbers, and it's going to be a defensive game. You got Palomalu. You got the crazy Denver defense. And the teams, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be crazy. And the game is going to be crazy. <laughs> is it a crazy game? <laughs> it's crazy. I just want to say the motto. The motto for this game is offense scores points, but defense does what? Wins championships. Exactly. And I think that's, what, that's, that's, that's the motto for this game, and that's why I like it for the under for the 37. Where that's are they playing like at? Are they Pittsburgh? They're playing at Pittsburgh. Okay. Playing at Pittsburgh. I mean, these two defenses are going to be un- unbelievable. Now, you, you, know, you saw Denver scoring points last week. Ain't going to happen. 
That's the first week this year they scored a lot of points. You saw Pittsburgh scoring up, against Atlanta. Up. And it ain't happening this ain't week. Happening exactly. This I know exactly where you're week. going. Okay. Like, Let's go to number, number one. Let's three. go for the reach around. Reach it. Reach around. Buffalo at home. Minus three against Green Bay. Oh. I like Buffalo. You put Buffalo and Green Bay in one bed. Wow. Got to. I never thought I would hear Buffalo and Green Bay in a bed. You got to. Let me tell you why. Because Green Bay has been squeaking by these last couple weeks, and Buffalo stalls. <laughs> <laughs> But look for them to Who use. Who needs Bill when you got to eat money? Just stall. Yeah, look for <laughs> Buffalo to, to use his home field advantage and Willis McGahee to make things happen and make and it work. And three feet of snow. Oh, it's go- oh yeah. That's all right. It's all good because let me tell you, Buffalo's going to romp on this game. McGahee has been inconsistent all year. Well, not all year, but like the first four games, he was very good. But he's the he's, next three games, he did horrible. He did horrible. But look for this week to be a big game for him against. And a defense that's just not doing too well. Green Bay's winning these games offensively. They're not winning them defensively. And he's coming in at home. Buffalo needs a win just, just for morale's sake. Right. You know, and, um, you should be, and more importantly, you should be looking for Buffalo's passing game because J.P. Lossman will be looking for, you know, Roscoe Paris to have a big game because Green Bay's pass defense is last. I repeat, last in the NFL in passing. Averaging 270 yards a game passing. Peerless Price has to jump back into it. Yep. Go and, ahead. And uh, Josh Reed. Josh, exactly. All three of those receivers have to be huge in the passing game. And it's going to happen this week. It's going to happen this week because McGahee's going to run all over him, going to sell this play action, and it's going to be awesome. And look for – and you got to look for emotion. The power, the emotion of the home field, and that's what my three picks right and there. you got to remember with the Buffalo team – they already had once this year, 300 yards passing, 100 yards rushing. And it's going to happen again on Sunday. Happen. I like that. Good job. Anybody with your record last week? My record was 1-3 the last two weeks, 7-8. and eight, But look forward to be 2-3, and three, at least 3-3 three and three this week, baby. No, last week was 1-2. You're 1 out of 3. One yeah, out one, of three. Th- 1 out of 3. Yes. Right. Okay. But the one that won was the number 3 pick. What you said at the beginning, hey, this is one I'm going to back up. Yep. Bet exactly. it, bet That's it lightly. Right. And if anybody looks on the uh, non Philly sports rants on Sundays, I picked the uh, Kansas City game. I, I did see that. I had to throw yeah. that on there. Very I mean, nice. I, you know, ten, nine, ten o'clock in the morning, I see what I see. I just throw it on Don't there. Don't be afraid to go to the Philly Forum for e money's last minute picks. It'll be in the non Philly sports rants. That's Guys, it. this is the bonus round. Let's get a parting shot. Parting shot. Uh, let's just go Philly sports. When I listened to the, I missed the whole show last week. So when I got to listen to it, I heard you two, my buddies. Pooping on Philadelphia sports. We're not a sports town. Guys, we still are. We're not winning championships. That's what it is. Let's go Philly. That's all I got to say. Next two years, three years, we're not winning a championship, but hopefully they can turn it around. You money. Ho- uh, well, hopefully before I die, I guess. Exactly. That's happen before in, uh... Declan drives. <laughs> oh, I don't think so. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I want to say it's nice to see that uh, Michigan State is going to fire their coach at the end of the season because it's about time that's they step up and become part of this Big Ten super squad that they people have because it's absolutely disgusting what that squad has done. And I'm a big Michigan State fan, and it's disgusting, and I'm glad that Smith is gone and let is move on. I'm going to move on. My parting shot is going to be a big shout-out to the Big East Conference. I want to say that, you know, for a long time and after the, a bunch of teams left, That's after Miami left, everybody that. thought it was going to be a laughingstock because the whole conference was going to fall down. 
We're watching one heck of a great football game between West Virginia and Louisville tonight. Beautiful call. And I want to say big shout-out to a Big East Conference that can play football. More than likely, one of these teams will be playing for the BS, BCS Championship. Hopefully. Maybe, yes. Especially if West Virginia wins tonight. As long as everything pans out the way it I should. agree. So that's a shot part. That's my shout-out. I just want to say uh, we'll be back with a regular show next week. Huge in-depth uh, halfway through the year for the, for Eagles, the Eagles next week. Yeah, yes. a lot of coverage. And we're going to... And I just want to say one quick thing about Dave's um, parting shot. We're not pooping on Philly sports. We're just talking about the state of the Philly sports and the way that we're talking more about what's going off the court and off the field than what is going on. And that's what's depressing. Oh, I I know. I know. I'm here with you guys. Okay. And a big shout out to everybody. And uh, thanks a lot. Have a great night.